by thy precious death and burial, by thy glorious resurrection and ascension, and by the coming of the Holy
temptations are a way that he can be in control. He can be an issue in control. Gives him power. So he's hungry. Rather than trusting God to feed him the way God said to keep Israel in the wilderness, the temptation is used his own power to make bread to eat stone. He has this feeling that he's sent by God to transform the world, to change the world, to transform humanity. And he has this temptation. One way to do that is to become the ruler of the world, like Alexander did 350 years before him. And then, of course, you can change the world. Or, true, that you are the one sent by God by forcing God's hand, making God save you from a dramatic gesture. Really, it's suicide. If God saves you, then you know. And of course, that's Jesus forcing God's hand. In all these instances, Jesus is the one who's in control. He's the one that's the sinner. I think all of us like to be in control, like to be in charge. As we enter the season of life, I'm really struck that never occurred to me until I was speaking about the sermon. Right is the season where we try to talk close to God, but it's also the season famous for us self-improvement. What are we going to give up for life? What are we going to take on for life? It's our attempt to make ourselves more spiritual or bigger or in better health, or more connected to the Bible, we're to do There are times, of course, when we can't be in control, but we don't like it. I'll never forget that actually two or three years after I started at the cathedral, I separated from my wife. I'm divorced, and happily we married. But I'll never forget that first couple of weeks, I moved out of a home by in the guest room of friend of mine, and I would call my son who was in high school every night and talk to him. And I did everything I could to stay connected. I would see him on the weekend. But I felt so helpful. I was caught in the pain. And I couldn't do enough to protect him. And so I would talk to him at night and then I hang up and I remember sitting in this kind of stuffed chair and looking at the bed with my wife. All I could do was pray. It, it really, I got it because it wasn't a lot. It didn't feel like a lot. But that was all I could do. And maybe after about a week of this, it suddenly occurred to me that God loved Josh more than I That that was true, and God would do things to support and protect him, even though I was Christian. And that was really reassuring to me. But I still wish I could do more. I wanted to be in control. I remember another time when I felt a lot of the last year of the master. I think the first year out of the priest, I went with my wife and into the place we did in the Boston on Thanksgiving. I thought, what a great way to sort of offer things by helping people that don't have as much as I do. So we showed up, ready to serve, and I had this great image of myself standing up the welcoming these four homeless people and giving them you know, a, a roll or something to eat on their plate or something. And I, we arrived there and they said to me, well, we have enough service, why don't you go upstairs where the men are waiting at the dormitory and talk to them? This was not all that I had in mind. 
doing everything that's right, but often we're not in charge. When was the time, the opportune time for Satan to come back? I think he got done. Jesus is saying basically in that same position as that guy in the room. Is there anybody else up there? Is there any other way that this can happen? Do I have to do this? Do I have to completely let go and trust you? Please. Is there any other way? Anyone who's ever been in Israel or Jerusalem knows that actually it's easy for him to have gotten out of there. The garden of Gethsemane is about a quarter of a mile from the walls of Jerusalem, just over a little shallow valley. He would have seen the people coming for him to arrest him. He would have had fortune in the night. And just up over the back side of the hill where Gethsemane is the bottom of the Judean wilderness, it would have been so easy for him to think about gathering the disciples and saying, let's go, let's escape. We've got this great ministry of teaching and healing. Let's keep this going. But he didn't. He didn't. He relinquished his control completely. He trusted God completely. And of course, that's how he transformed the world. I was having a great impact. No doubt about that. Maybe the greatest ruler that ever lived. But we're here because of someone that gave up control. Not because of some great ruler thousands of years ago. So as we move into land and think about our lives and think about our relationship to God, think about how we are changed, I encourage us all to think about it. It's certainly uncomfortable relinquishing to let go of control. But that's the way we're changed. In fact, what we say is, that's the way we're saved.
blood of the new covenant is poured out for you and for all for the forgiveness of sins. Whenever you drink, do this for the remembrance of me. Therefore, we proclaim the mystery of faith. Thank you. 